right, so today I am joined by Joycelyn Smith, the founder of Love to Like, Love, Love to Like, Love to Life Inc., <laughs> which is a nonprofit organization, a 501c3. Uh, so Joycelyn, so tell us a little bit about Love to Life Inc. Okay, so like you just said, um, it's newly incorporated. Um, we got our incorporation back in November. And um, in March, we received our 501 certification. So um, what Love to Life is, is a community outreach um, organization. We want to be able to help families. Um, uh, one of our slogans of many is families matter. Um, mm -hmm. We are loving our community to life one family at a time because that's all, you know, we have one day at a time. We can only help one family at a time. Right. We want to be able to, you know, help more families, of course. Um, but our focus is to help bring resources and, um, you know, just opportunity county and so it's been a love project basically mm -hmm. um and so what we want to be able to do is help families um and families meaning um moms single moms single fathers grandparents with grandkids or raise you know grandparents that are raising grandchildren um and also husbands and wives because a lot of times what we find is um they don't have the support that they need mm -hmm. if they have to go to a homeless shelter or anything like that they're going to be separated. And so there's enough separation in families already. So we want to make sure that we provide a place where families can stay together. So okay. we're trying to figure out, you know, how, how that looks in a bigger scheme. Like, you know, do we acquire homes in Clayton County mm -hmm. or do we get a bigger building? Now the, the dream and the vision is the bigger building, of course. Right. Um, and so, interestingly enough, I've had my eye on a hotel in Clayton okay. County for like five years. And when I saw this building, I said, that's my building. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I was really excited about it. Took a video of it, all this kind of stuff. Reached out to the realtor. And surprisingly enough, this building has been up for sale. It has um, switched the hands of owners. Um, one person wanted to make it a a senior living um, or senior assisted living facility. Okay. Um, someone else wanted to make it a VA um, housing facility. And so I know that it's possible, right. but it's just getting the funding. And right. so the funding is what really is going to drive us getting the bigger building before we get homes or, you know, in that process of getting um, homes versus the big building. Right. That's so true. I have a friend who, uh, and she actually came on the podcast. She has a, um, I believe her camp is nonprofit and she okay. was talking, she was writing some grants for some things a while ago. And she was just talking to me about the grant writing process and getting all that done. And she was very stressed out about it, but she did get approved for, um, a grant for something. I forgot what it was. Um, so she was, she got, she got a little less than what she asked for, but she got approved. So she was very excited and we were all excited for her as mm -hmm. well. So this is great to hear all these black women out here giving back to their community. That is so awesome. So we're going to start off with some, would you rather's today and okay. <laughs> just to get us warmed up even though you already just hopped right in <laughs> yeah and uh you, you probably didn't need a warm you work in the school system so you already know like how to talk oh yes okay? <laughs> always on always yes so the first would you rather is would you rather go on a holiday alone or with people you dislike oh definitely alone <laughs> i think uh, that was easy <laughs> Um, I, I say that because I was born and, and raised as an only child. Okay. So I definitely, uh, um, I, I definitely love my alone time. Right. Have no problem with it. And so I'm also an Aquarius. So I'm a Oh, me too. Yes, Aquarius. <laughs> yes. So I'm also a free spirit. So definitely would love to go on a vacation alone versus going with people I dislike. Because I went on a vacation with some of my closest friends and I disliked them by the end of the trip. So, 
So yeah, like uh I love the memes that people write about um planning a planning a group trip with black people like in the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a a bunch of the the whole group is like 10 of them and by the end it's literally like two people and you're like, yes. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. For yes. sure. Yes. So I get it. I get it. I definitely would rather go alone than go with people I dislike. I don't know why I would be hanging out with somebody that I didn't like anyway. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> so the second one is would you rather watch a horror movie on your own or a bad comedy with people you don't like? God, this is all about people you don't like. Um I definitely wouldn't want to um watch a horror movie on my own. Okay. I think I would rather comedy with people I dislike because whether they think it's funny or not, I'm gonna have a good time laughing if I think it's funny. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't mind. I don't care. Watching a horror, horror movies are not like that scary to me. I don't know. Gotcha. Gotcha. I could watch him. I could watch him by myself. Yeah. I think I would have nightmares. You think so? Yeah. I like, think so. The, you know how they're coming, like they're coming out with like more black horror movies. Those are kind of like, um, my friend was asking me about that show them on, them? Mm-hmm. have you watched it? I have not. Okay. But I think it's like a. I don't know if it's a series on. Netflix. I think it's a series on. Is it a on series? Prime, yeah. Oh, on Prime. Okay, but I think it's it's kind of like us. Yeah, that's okay, what it seems so. like. Yeah, and I was like, mm, I don't know. And she was like, I had to turn it off so I could go to bed. And I was, I was like, oh <laughs> exactly. my god. Exactly. She was like, but you should watch it. And I was like, I don't know if I want to watch it. If you're turning it off so you can go to bed, like I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> So the next one is, would you rather gulp a whole bottle of beer or milk? Neither. Because <laughs> I don't drink milk. Me and I either. Don't drink beer, so I definitely. I drink a little beer every now and then, but not, it's not a thing. I'm not like, oh, well, let me go buy some beer. Like, if I'm at the barbecue yeah. and that's what they have, but if they have wine, I'm I'm with the wine every time. <laughs> Gotcha. See, I'm not really a drinker. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if I drink wine, um, I think you're a red wine drinker, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm definitely. I'm like a sipper. Okay. You know, I'm or more of a mixed drink type of girl. Okay. Okay. Like a vodka and orange juice. Oh. You know, just the the basics. So just I, the basics. I recently had um. What did they tell me it was called? A screwdriver. Okay. I had never had that before. And I was like, this simple drink. I can't believe I've never had this before. <laughs> now, what is a screwdriver? I don't they know. said it uh, It was orange juice and tequila. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, see, I've had orange juice and vodka. Okay. Or um, like a vodka coconut, like a um, Ciroc yeah. coconut yeah. with pineapple juice. Oh. That's good. Okay, we got two more. Um, this one is oh, oops, we're sorry. I had muted myself. <laughs> you got two more. <laughs> I was talking and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather be alone with someone you are moderately happy with? That was okay. the question. Oh wait, would you rather be alone or be with someone you are moderately happy with? I don't know. I I think it just depends on my mood. Yeah. Honestly. You know, like, because I, I, again, I'm not a clingy type of person. Right. So, like, okay, if you make me moderately happy and you're not bothering my spirit. Right. Okay. We can, we can chill. Right. Um, (laughs) Unless I just want to be alone. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just depends on my mood. I think that's, that's what it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So I um joke around with people and I say that my my toxic trait is that I will self isolate when I'm feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. So and sometimes you need that because <laughs> you might say something or do something. I had one of those days last Friday, mm-hmm. and I had to tell my co- well not last Friday but the Friday before spring break. 
And I had to tell my coworkers that love me dearly and that I, you know, I like them sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I love them all the time, but I like them sometimes. I had right. to tell one of them that this oh. morning. And she was like, no, you like me all the time. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> and I love you, but I don't like you all the time. I'm not going to like you all the time. You're right. But I had a, I had a, I needed a Snickers type of day. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you just have those days where you just like, and they don't know what to do. So they just kind of like scatter. Right. Yeah. So it was one of those days. I was like, I'm so sorry. I turned this to somebody totally that y'all weren't ready for. Right. I just needed a snicker. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're not yourself when you're hungry. Like. <laughs> exactly. And I don't even, it, it probably was because I was hungry because I had my lunch that day. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get to eat it until I got home. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. And I was frustrated. Yeah, so. the, the hangry person that comes out is always totally different. <laughs> exactly. Totally exactly. All right. This is the last one. Would you rather spend the next 10 years in China or Russia? I don't know how to answer that. Um, I would say China. Okay. Because at least in China, they can speak some form of English. Okay. Um, I don't know about Russians, you know, they <laughs> have that hard language yeah, um, or, you know, dialect that they speak. Yeah. But I think, I think, you know, like basketball players, American basketball players that go over to China are treated phenomenally, phenomenally. Okay. Um, so I would definitely choose China for okay. sure. And they are like technology wise. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. Right. Let's go. Yeah. I'm ready to go anyway. Yeah. <laughs> To somewhere else other than this place. <laughs> yeah, I was, I had to think about that one because I don't really know much about Russia, but I've seen mm-hmm. enough and read enough about China that I would probably feel more comfortable going there than going to Russia. Yeah. So I'm not sure. And I think Russia is very like cold and damp and like mm-hmm. depressing. Hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's not my cup of tea. I just don't know enough about Russia and it's not something I've ever looked into. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Russia, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so go with the one you know more about, right? Right. And, and I don't even know that much about China. I just know like a little, yeah. a little piece, a little piece. I know enough. I know enough. <laughs> I know a, a couple of people who have taught over there though and they yeah, enjoyed see, their that's experience. What I'm yeah. Like, they're good yeah yeah okay so my first question for you is my real question okay (laughs) my real questions are well my real question is so when did you start like when did you even if it's not the exact date that you became incorporated um Mm -hmm. with love to life but like when did you feel like you started going on this journey of coming to be the owner of or the founder of love to life um, that's a really good question. Um, actually, I have been, well, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. Um, God gave me a vision in a dream. I was, you know, just sleeping one night and I woke up. And, and sometimes when you dream, you forget, right? Right. Um, and so this was a vision because I saw it vividly and it never left. Okay. So, so the vision started out with um, probably, I would say, Two early um, mid two thousands. Okay. So maybe two thousand eight nine. Oh, that's when I graduated maybe from high school. Two thousand eight. Yeah, <laughs> maybe around that time, like between seven two thousand seven and nine, I had this vision. Um, that was kind of just dumped in my spirit, hmm. and um, the journey that it's been is that okay. So I can see the I can see the building very vividly mm-hmm. and I wanted it to be a or the vision that was given to me I can't say that I wanted something but what was what was put on my spirit was um it was supposed to be a community center okay and so I was living in Maryland at the time mm-hmm. and I went from teaching middle school music to elementary school music and there I met um, a young lady who actually went to the same college, Hampton University. Woo-woo. Woo-woo for the um, HBCUs. Yes, okay. Yes, yes, Um, So we started talking about possibly getting this community center running. Like, you know, she was 
on board with it and everything. And so mm-hmm. we actually met with someone from Boys and Girls Club. Okay. Because they were in the area. So we had a meeting with them. And so the question that they asked us was, have you done your research? Do mm-hmm. you know how many, you know, after before and after school programs there are? Because that was kind of how it was going to be um, structured, so to speak. Yeah. And um, we had to kind of do that research uh, to see, okay, well, is this a sports program over here? How close in, in proximity is it to the next one? What are you going to be offering that's different than this rec center? Um, and then when I started thinking about coming back, or well, I moved to Jacksonville, actually, okay. um, at some point in these years, <laughs> and I had another coworker, and a Golden Corral had closed down. And we were looking at that building because we were like, oh, it has a full kitchen. It has different sections. Uh, we can make this a, you know, after school, before care, yeah. you know, kind of resource community center for the children. Um, And so that never kind of really got off the ground. Okay. But then um, I also researched here in Clayton County. Uh, So Clayton County has like Parks and Rec. Right. And they have a lot of programs already that service, you know, that parent that gets off of work can work out, but their child can be at basketball practice. Right, right. Or whatever. So it was saturated yeah. already and so then I started thinking like how can I still make something um that's a community effort but that speaks to a a, a different population but still deals with families still deals with communities still deals with helping um children helping the parents so that's kind of really how love to life came about mm-hmm. um you know, and I went through different names of what did I, okay, what what kind of sounds right and all those different types of things. And so it just, it just came to um, that we were going to do more of a transitional housing facility that focuses on families. Yeah. Because if I focus on the parent, then I can focus on the children as well. Yeah. Um, but sometimes what I found, Kendra, is that when the parents don't have the resources that they need, mm-hmm. they're not able to do anything. They don't have the capability or the capacity to do anything for their children. Right. Right. So as a school counselor by trade, I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so that really kind of motivated me even more because I saw different places like the Nicholas House. Um, here oh, in I volunteered there across before. Yeah, across from Grant Park. Mm -hmm. And so um, they do a phenomenal program. They bring in people to teach the adults while the the children are doing what they do or somebody's watching them um, in the evening times. And they Mm -hmm. have a calendar full of events. And so I got some of my inspiration from that. Um, Also, just, just knowing that there's a need. Mm-hmm. We have so many families in Clayton County um, public schools that are considered homeless, yeah. whether that's doubled up with family members. And a lot of times, unfortunately, um, African-American families don't necessarily take advantage of living together. Right. Um, like other cultures do. Right. And so, you know, just to kind of be a help uh, to one another. And so that's kind of what I want to incorporate with love to life as well, or that love to life wants to incorporate in in its programming Mm -hmm. is that if we get the homes, we put two families in one home and they then become a network and a a source of support for one another. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also with the single moms, the single fathers, the grandparents, the same, the same concept. Right. Uh, but one, when you don't, when you, when the parent, so I have this quote, when the root of the tree is watered, or when the roots of the tree are watered, the branches can grow. Mm-hmm. Our parents are the tree. We have to water the tree. We have to fill the bucket of the parent so that the parent can overflow and then fill the buckets of their children. Right. And then their branches, you know, they're their branches are able to grow, which are their children. They're not growing hollow. Mm -hmm. They're not breaking off because they are being filled 
with what they need from their parents because they have the resources and the skills now given to them that they that they were missing right so that's really what we want to be able to do so before we get the building it's really about creating opportunities to do an outreach of resources workshops yeah um, I'm, I'm working with my board uh some of my board members to create workshops for parents so that we can kind of partner with Clayton County Public Schools, mm-hmm. hopefully with, you know, over the summer or something, right. where we can actually do these workshops in the schools. So that's what we're hoping for. Okay. That's awesome. I'm just so, I've so, like I said, I volunteered at the Nicholas House before a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed those moments down there. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just... I'm thrilled that you're doing this. Um, yeah. my, <laughs> I think it will be it's, something it's great. Even a, and it's not even a me thing. It's a, it's a us. I have a great um, board right. of people that I know. Uh, my executive director is my fiance. Okay. And um, then we have uh, lifelong friends. Well, one that I met in college. Well, no, two that I met in college. Uh, Camille is my secretary. Dee is my um, my treasurer. Okay. And then, um, or Deborah, I call her Dee Dee. Okay. <laughs> um, and then two wonderful ladies that I met at my job, actually. One um, is a mentor advisor. She's written grants for school systems or schools that she's worked in. So we're utilizing her expertise and and people that she knows, you know, mm-hmm. because she's able to get us into contact with certain people. Yeah. So we're excited for that. And then the other young lady, Crystal, uh, she's going to be our PR director. And so she actually has a background in nonprofit um, with her degree. So I'm super, super excited about that. Yeah, you should be. This is all really great. Um, I think this would be something great to bring into Clayton County, uh, especially because I the volunteering with the Nicholas house was the first time I had ever seen a place like that. Mm -hmm. Um, like I have volunteered at shelters before, but they were not, uh, they were like adult shelters. So it was a little different. Um, but volunteering at the Nicholas house was so great. I kind of just, um, I used to go at not like babysit the kids, but I used to hang out with them (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, um, we would do activities outside and do all kinds of things like that. I'll never forget playing basketball with them. And like, I basketball is not my sport, but I did it with them. (laughs) Right. It had fun, but it was so fun. It was so fun and funny, but, um, so my next question is, do you have, um, are you, do you have any like events or anything coming up that y'all are working with that you want to speak about a little bit? So, yeah, we are, um, trying to plan for our events because again, we're new. So mm-hmm. I've had two board meetings or we've had two board meetings where we kind of talked about some different, um, events that we want to put on by the end of this year. Okay. And so some of those events, the first we want to actually partner with a Clay County nonprofit if we can, mm-hmm. um, just to, you know, collaborate, you know, and, and we're working with the same group of people. So, um, what we want to be able to do is collaborate to do like a cookout or actually feed, um, some families in the Clayton County area. So we're still kind of working out the kinks with that. Yeah. And then, uh, we want to do a back to school event. Oh yeah. Um, where we're going to probably ask, uh, you know, our followers to send in book bags that are already filled so that we can partner with maybe Clayton County or maybe you know, a shelter that's already in, in operation mm-hmm. here in Clayton County. Um, but like fill the book bag right. and maybe do it for different grades or different um, levels. So that would be something. And then we want to actually try to get some barbers and beauticians oh, yeah. to give out free haircuts and, you know, braids braids and beads yeah um for you know the little ones or whatever so that that should be really a lot of fun so we're looking forward to that and then we also want to do a fall festival probably in october sometime 
um, where we can bring other uh, nonprofits and businesses that are in the Clayton County area or just, you know, in Metro Atlanta that want to come out and, you know, um, give information on their businesses or their organizations as well. And then, um, because I get coached, uh, I do nonprofit coaching or whatever um, okay. with my coach, Miss Tracy. And she had a young lady on her podcast, and uh, this young lady is out of Chicago, but she's doing what was called a sneaker ball. Mm -hmm. So we thought, hey, why not do a sneaker ball for Love to Life? I think it's a great idea. And so we're going to try to actually put on our first um, sneaker ball probably at the end of the year, towards the end of the year. Yeah. Between November and December. Oh, so that would be looking great. Looking forward to some of those things. Yeah, definitely, definitely looking forward to some of those things. Um, I would love to be able to participate and help you out sure. in any way like that I can volunteer my own services <laughs> yes. um, but I'm yes. definitely excited for all those great things that you guys have planned so and since we're going on these journeys um, what has been I guess the biggest learning curve for you as far as getting all of this together um just what it what it takes to actually get it done mm -hmm. because like I said I've been thinking about this forever but um it was um, it was Reggie, my, my fiance, who basically was like, okay, and now or never, right. you know? So he helped me actually, um, get it done mm -hmm. financially. Okay. Um, and then the biggest learning curve is just like, because I had somebody to do my paperwork. So I won't even, I won't even front with that. Like I, I was. wasn't about to mess it up. Yeah. So I just paid somebody to do it for me. Because Good. a lot of people do the paperwork by themselves. But this young lady, um, like I said, my coach, she definitely, um, she's done, this is what she does. Right. 15 years um, has really, you know, helped nonprofit organizations. So I definitely was like, okay, I need to go with her. Um, so with that being said, um, the biggest the biggest curve is really just the funding. You know, yeah. trying to figure out different ways. Like on, um, we have a Facebook page, an Instagram page. We're doing TikTok. We have Twitter. Okay, y'all got it all. So, yeah, we, you have to. You do. You have to these you days because you might reach somebody on Instagram, not on Facebook, mm -hmm. right? Because everybody doesn't like Facebook. Yeah. And so, um, so right now, as of April first, we actually have done a thirty. Well, we're we're in the midst of thirty days with Love to Life. So okay. we're on day twelve, and every day is a post on something Love to Life. So it might be a quote. It might be me talking about, you know, homelessness. Mm -hmm. I actually had someone to contact me off of one of the videos to say, hey, I would love to talk to you because I've been homeless. Right. And I would love to give you some ideas. And he actually gave me some great ideas. Um, you know, of course, he mentioned he didn't have children so it was a little easier for him to maneuver mm -hmm. but just seeing the need yeah. especially you know I would love to have love to life expand um to our black men yeah because they don't have a lot of services you know black women with children yeah they can or women period with children they have places galore for them mm -hmm. And no offense to to women, right? Of, of course, course not. I'm a woman. Yeah. Um. However, I think that it's important that we start loving our black men again, right? And and just encouraging them and giving them that motivation that they need and the resources that they need. Because this this young man said, "Hey, I had to go all the way to Atlanta, mm. and they're overcrowded, uh -huh. and it's it's in at six and out by." five or six in the morning. Mm. And that's just, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. So when you have that, it's, it's okay. Now I see there's a need there mm -hmm. and we can possibly do something about it. So I'm super excited for the, um, the opportunity to expand once we get rolling. Yeah. 
my hat definitely goes off to you when i was 16 years old i did like this mission trip and we went with my church they took us to uh jesus christ it north carolina is the capital of north carolina charlotte and i know everybody's gonna talk about me (laughs) i think so I think so. It might be Raleigh. It might be Raleigh. We went to the capital of North Carolina. And, well, it's um, one of those. It's okay. one of those. Because <laughs> I don't know either. Because, like, <laughs> geography was just not something that was heavily hovered on when I was in school. Like, it was like, okay, these are the capitals of all the states. Okay, next page. And quite all right. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I'm just kind of like, uh, I went there. But um, we did, we actually... I don't know what organization it was they had us hooked up with, but a man who was formerly homeless gave us a tour of the city from the homeless man's perspective. Perspective, wow, and that's amazing. I had never, like, and before that, I had volunteered at soup kitchens and stuff. My mom had me very active in volunteering growing up. Um, okay. So before that, I had, like, volunteered at soup kitchens. I knew what homelessness was, but I had never experienced it in the way that I had experienced it when we went to North Carolina with the church. And he took us around and he talked to us about where like people, what they do during the day, where people go and all this other stuff. And like, it was just really eye opening for me, um, just personally. And I think that because my mom (laughs) kept me so active in um, community service, I've always kind of wanted to give back and find ways to give back. So um, even though now it's a little more difficult because I have my kids all the time, as everybody can hear. And, <laughs> um, but during that time in my life, it was a lot easier, but it was always something I was like, wow, this is, if it, it is fulfilling, but it can sometimes, like for me, it used to get a little, I guess, disheartening because I would be like, Jesus Christ, there, there is so much work to be done here. So, like, my hat definitely goes off to you and your crew, um, your yes. whole board, for, the, for just for doing this. Because I think mm-hmm. that is something that is very heavy that a lot of people are not willing to take on. Because it's, it's like, love to life is the perfect name because you are literally loving people back to life or bringing them back from places where they, you That's know, it. might have feel like they were in a dark place. Or, or like you said, the tree that might not have been watered. Um, you're bringing it back to life and that's awesome because that is really tough. I remember I cried and cried and cried on that mission trip every day when we did something. I I cried afterwards because I just felt so heavy. Yes. Yes. Um, I remember leaving the Nicholas house and going under a tunnel because it had started to rain. Mm -hmm. Um, driving, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was, um, Oh, gosh, I can't even think of the street downtown. Um, It was either MLK or something with the A. Oh, goodness. Mm, Don't ask me, girl. I use my GPS to get through Atlanta, and I'm from Georgia. Uh, We know. Listen, me too. (laughs) Don't worry. It's okay, because I I grew up on the south side. Right, exactly. I know the south side. I know what I know. (laughs) That's it. I know Clayco. I know that. Yes, yes. (laughs) So um, we were driving under a bridge. And it was just lined, lined with homeless. And I just mm. started crying. Yeah. I just, I, it just, like you said, it's a heavy feeling. Yeah. But what I learned from talking to um, the young gentleman just uh, yesterday, actually, he said a lot of people don't want help. Yeah. You That's know, what the guy told of, us. A lot of the homeless people are kind of like, okay, show me, you know, don't try to, come and say what you're going to help me to do and this and the third um, or, you know, try to talk to me in a group of people. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of do those things in private right. to kind of get their story mm-hmm. to see like, because every homeless person does not want to be helped. Right. Some are okay being homeless. Yeah. And so you have to recognize that and don't take it. Like, I, I think that what I would definitely tell people is don't take it personal. Yeah. You help who you can help and you you know, you you leave your information with those people that may not want help. They might not want it right then. Right. Because they don't, you know, I think it's a trust issue, it's a pride issue. Definitely. It's, definitely. It's a lot of different things going on. Or they might even be he just said, you know, 
they might be in denial. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I might, you know, oh, this just happened. So I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to bounce back. Right? Yeah. And like with this COVID stuff happening, a lot of people lost their jobs. Yeah. A lot of people are losing their homes, mm-hmm. their apartments, because they can't pay for it. Right. Right. So, you know, now these landlords are saying, okay, you got to go. Yeah, that is so messed up. Uh, like that, that is very messed up, especially in the midst of a global pandemic. Like people didn't lose mm-hmm. their jobs because they weren't showing up to work on purpose. They were, they were losing their jobs because they couldn't show up to work because their job had to shut down because their job can't safely mm-hmm. open open during a pandemic. Like exactly, or because the school systems were like, "Hey, yeah. we're gonna be virtual." Who they gonna leave their kids? Yeah, these elements, especially elementary school children, and elementary early middle school, school children. children. Like how you can't leave them at home. Exactly. Like imagine trying to leave your kindergartner at home to do their work so you could go. <laughs> but some parents have to. Yeah, they might have older children, but those older children are also on online, so yeah. they're trying to get their work, trying to watch a kindergartner, yeah. trying to watch other siblings, and they can't do it. Right. It's right. not possible. Yeah. I have a friend, she's a teacher in APS, and she was talking mm-hmm. to me uh, briefly, just like talking about how nervous she is kind of about the achievement gap when they get yes. back. I mean, well, they're back, but this was before they yes. were back. But like, you know, because she was like, it's going to be so stressful because mm-hmm. it's I mean, it's a lot. And I it totally is. agree with her, because even though my kids are Sam is four, he just turned four um, mm-hmm. and Weston is two. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sam for Sam, especially like I noticed in the beginning, it was easier for me to kind of do things with him. But then like I got a promotion at work and I started having to take on more responsibilities and started having to report to work certain days of the week and do all these other things. And so that just kind of left him to kind of go chill with his grandparents or do whatever he's doing. And he started getting more TV time, more tablet time. And I was like, oh my God, I can only imagine what parents who have to work full time who don't you know who don't have the luxury of being able to work from home and work a flexible schedule some days you know like I do so I think that's I mean I think that's great for your business because you y'all are going to be able to provide you know things like that resources for families because that is what people need they need these resources because and you would think that these resources would be more easy like more accessible but it's hard to find them it is. It is. So, like, you know, when I talk about a resource, it might be, you know, once we get the facility, mm-hmm. um, and we've thought about different ways to do this, but once we get the facility, it'll be easier um, because they'll be all under one roof, hopefully. Yeah. Um, however, with Clayton County, what we're hoping to establish really is an opportunity, like I said, to do workshops. Resume mm-hmm. writing, resume building. Hey, what what are your needs? Yeah, you know, kind of meet people where they where they're lacking mm-hmm. because a lot of times they don't, like you said, they don't have, they don't know where to go, they right. don't know where to start. So if you don't know where to go, sometimes you just give up or you don't even try. Right. So if we present the information like in a workshop type of of way. And even like uh, with illiterate parents, mm-hmm. you know, how can I help my child if I can't even read? Right. You know, and some parents are, interestingly enough, they are embarrassed. Right, of course. That they, that they don't have certain skills to help their children. Mm-hmm. And so if we can give them those types of workshops and different skills, parenting skills, how do you, you know, navigate uh, the new way of math? Right, girl. Or I still need to learn how to navigate the old way. Okay, <laughs> you know. So it's just it's it's just meeting the parents where they are. If you need to get back into school, how do we do that? Do you mm-hmm. want to do an application? Would you work better going um, online, or would you rather go face to face once they open back up? Mm-hmm. Those types of questions. So it's just really just understanding where people are, meeting them there. Yeah. Okay, that's great. My last question is just um, really simple, really easy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What is the most fulfilling part of this business that you birthed for you? 
Oh gosh, what is the most fulfilling? I think just the the opportunity to fulfill purpose. Right. You know, when you know your purpose, it's it's it gets overwhelming. Like right now, I'm just kind of like, ooh, that that feeling of oh, like not a bad overwhelming, mm-hmm. but just a joyful like this can really like this is the start of the reality. Yes. Um, so I'm super excited to just share love to life with, like you said, the world. Right. Um, and then just fulfill the purpose. I want to be able to, through love to life, leave a legacy. Yeah. So I don't want it to just stop here in, in Metro Atlanta. Right. I want other people to reach out and say, hey, how did love to life? you know, start. Mm-hmm. And can we start one here? Yeah. Can we start one here? You know? So like I have a cousin in Brunswick and he's always saying, Oh, Joyce, well, we need to do something as a family. Mm-hmm. And he um has his counseling degree. Okay. And so he's kind of like, okay, well, you know, he works with youth in the church. And so I'm like, Hey, we can, we can do one in Atlanta. We can do one in Savannah, Brunswick area, you right. know, South Georgia. Um, I like I said, I have a, a old coworker in Jacksonville. I just told her that last week. I said, "Hey, I can come to Jacksonville and start Love to Life Jacksonville." Mm-hmm. You know, and just create the blueprint so that the blueprint doesn't have to be just in one space. Right. It can be wherever you want to take it to whoever wants to, you know, go on this journey with us. Yeah. So it's just really purpose uh, fulfilling. Yeah. And that, that's really it. You know, just fulfill your purpose yeah. make sure that what you were brought on this earth to do gets done yeah that's so true that's yeah. so true that's so crazy because my um <laughs> that we're talking about fulfilling your purpose because i just recently said on my podcast episode my most recent one um mm-hmm. one of my affirmations that i say to myself every day is i'm aligning with my true self so that i can share my gifts with the world and i really feel like that's what you're doing so mm-hmm. I'm very mm-hmm. that makes me happy, <laughs> happy yes, for you. Yes, and too. I mean, but you seem like this is really something that is fulfilling you, because even though this is a heavy topic to talk about, like you still seem like you're full of life and you're full of energy and you're excited about it. So that is I feel like that's going to set you apart, especially because yes. I know people get tired and burnt out, especially with doing this, like um, like people who are social workers and people who, you know have been trying to do their nonprofit for years and years, but I think that you have the right mindset and the right energy to definitely keep it going. And I think that it's going to be something you're always going to be happy about, especially once you really, really get it rolling, you're really going to be excited. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I I always tell people at at my job, um, you know, I get frustrated Mm -hmm. with the system of schooling sometimes as a school counselor. I love helping people. I, Mm -hmm. I truly do. Um, but I know that it's a bigger purpose Yeah. than the school. Like, yeah. it, it has to be because that's only one school. Yeah. I can't affect a whole community or a whole county mm-hmm. if I'm at one school. So, I mean, the, the goal really is to be able to work through the nonprofit full time. Yeah. And I think once I'm able to do that um, with, you know, maybe a couple great other people alongside me, yeah. Hey, we're gonna take off. It's it's to Xfinity and beyond. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And hopefully somebody will hear this podcast episode that and they'll reach out to you and be like, Okay, I heard this great episode. <laughs> yes. And and I would love to share my information. Oh yeah, um, sure. Go ahead and drop your all your socials. Okay, so we are um on well, Facebook. Mm-hmm. It would be Love to Life N P as in nonprofit. Okay. So Facebook is um, Love to Life NP. Instagram is Love to Life Inc. Okay. Uh, Twitter, which we don't necessarily, um, we'll, we'll post and stuff is on there, but it's Love to Life Inc. One, the number one behind Inc. And um, TikTok, we're just Love to Life. Okay. And so um, you can reach us by email at Love to Life NP, nonprofit dot com, or at gmail.com i'm sorry okay so that's pretty much that and if you if you would like to donate oh yeah please let if, them know how they can i don't donate. know if, 
Yes, if you would like to donate. So we have three ways to donate. I'm going to give you Zelle first. Zelle is, you just use the email address, which is love to life np at gmail.com. And then we have Cash App, which is dollar sign, love to life, Inc. I had to write it down so mm -hmm. I wouldn't forget. Um, so oh, Cash man. App is uh, dollar sign, love to life, Inc. And then our PayPal.me is love to life, np. Okay? Okay. So if you just, you know, feel like you want to give to Love to Life, please, 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 please. And if you have if you have anything that could benefit uh the, the goal of getting the, the spaces for these families, I would love to talk to anybody who's willing to listen. So yes. All right. Well, thank you, Joycelyn, for coming on. I wish you Definitely. all the best in your journey. Um, with Love to Life Inc. And I'm very excited for everything that I know is going to come. And anytime, if you need me to volunteer or anything, I love volunteering. So just let me know. And I'm definitely, definitely down. Will. And I know okay. a lot of people who would be down to volunteer with this organization as well. And I might need to give you the information from our friend um, Janelle, who has her, I believe it is a nonprofit organization, okay. but it's, um, for, it's a camp for kids okay. so i'll give you her information and i'll let y'all chop it up she also is an hbcu grad awesome. <laughs> so she went awesome. to north carolina a t but she um she did an episode on here too so i think that okay. would be great for y'all to link up with each other all right oh and then i forgot our website we do have a website www.lovetolife and the two is the number two okay i apologize if i did not specify that the yeah. two in love to life is the number two, um, <laughs> but it's love to life, www.lovetolifenp.com. Okay. All right. So check us out there. Um, you can donate through the website. You can also see what we have going on. You can email us, all of that stuff. So that might be easier. Okie dokie. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Hidden Gems podcast. It is me, your host, Kendra, and I am going to drop my socials and share some fun news with you guys. So about a month ago, I got an email from, um, I guess, one of the editors or one of the writers for Voyage magazine. Somebody recommended or Voyage ATL. Sorry, Voyage ATL. Uh, somebody recommended me to them and they reached out and I did the little interview with them and it got featured so if you go to voyageatl.com I am there on the website I think mine is in like the south side of Atlanta or south Atlanta portion of it in the new and upcoming or the hidden gym section or something like that um I posted it on my Facebook and my Instagram and my Twitter so if you saw it already last week then you saw it but i'm very excited thank you guys so much for um the outpouring of love that i received for um being featured i'm very excited about that feature um funny thing is i showed it to my boss <laughs> and she was like oh god you're gonna leave the company <laughs> so um i thought it was funny but um it was a great article. I really enjoyed doing it. It was a great experience. Thank you to everybody who reached out and um, congratulated me. Uh, there's more to come, but, you know, I got to keep things a secret for a while. But when they come out, they're going to come out. So you guys just keep me uplifted. And I mean, shout out to people who will bring up your name in rooms that you never were even in. And I really appreciate that. So. Thank you guys so much. If you are looking to follow me, if this is your first time listening and you want to follow me, you can follow me at on Instagram and Twitter at your host Kendra. And that's it. One word. If you're looking for waste bees, because I know it is the season, um, you can go to my website, www.kendrastreasures.com. Right now, I am selling waste bees wholesale or in bulk orders for other entrepreneurs who may be looking for something seasonal to add to their website. Um, so you can buy them from my website wholesale. I sell them in bulk starting at 10. I won't sell at bulk prices any less than 10. So 10 strands for $100. What is it? 10 strands for 100 <laughs> 
uh, 15 strands for one, uh, hold on, I'm going to look, I'm going to get it, I'm going to tell y'all, oh my god, my internet, oh no, do y'all hear that noise? Uh, 15 strands for 145 and then 20 strands for 190 So I feel like those are good prices. I also have the bead boxes. They're still available where it's just enough beads for you to make your own strand. I actually, they're still available on my website, but I'm thinking about revamping the packaging of it. But, um, so just be on the lookout for that. But the bead boxes are still available uh, if you want to make your own strand. If you've maybe watched my YouTube videos and you want to learn and go, go go along with my videos and make them, you can do that. Um, the bead boxes are only $30. So because I send you everything you need, including a needle and enough thread for you to make your own strand of waist beads. So go on my website, www.kindrestreasures.com. <laughs> And check out all that fun stuff I have going on. Again, thank you all so much for just being so supportive. There are a lot of times where um, I, I know this is a passion project. And a lot of times I feel like uh, I just kind of want to not do these things anymore. Because I don't feel like it's um, picking up as quickly as I would like for it to pick up. Or maybe sometimes I might feel overwhelmed. Because those of you who don't know me, my part, my real job, my full-time job is a full-time job. So, and then on top of that, you know, I'm a mother. All of y'all know that. Um, so, like, sometimes it can be overwhelming and I can feel, like, really stressed out about it. Um, but it's moments like this when I get mentioned or somebody recommends that they do a, a feature on me in some, you know, online magazine or something like that, where I'm just like, oh, maybe this is, maybe I am going in the right direction. Nobody said that it was going to be easy, but um, I'm here, I'm doing it, and I plan on keep keeping it up for a while. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for being faithful, loyal listeners, and be sure to keep tuning in, following me, and I will keep you abreast on everything that's going on. So thank you. I'll talk to you guys on the next episode.